Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. He gets so crazy at times. It sounds like... You yell back at your radio. What are you talking about? What the hell? He gets so angry. You tweet to try and calm him down. Now... He gets an hour all to himself. It's Sparky's Midday Madness on the fan with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Welcome in. It is Sparky's Midday Madness. Thanks for joining us here on 1250 AM, the fan. If you're tuning in going, where's Rami? Because you missed yesterday. Well, the Rami show is on now three to six weekdays. Uh, and I will be doing a solo show here, Sparky's Midday Madness, from 2 until 3, in between the Wendy's Big Show and the Rami Show. So, a little chance to expand on things, maybe, uh, that was said on the Wendy's Big Show, or just do a completely different topic or two, like we did yesterday when we talked about the Bucks not playing their starters uh, on Friday night, and how livid that made me. Uh, so we can do all of that fun stuff. Now, earlier today... On the Wendy's Big Show, we had Brewers manager Craig Council on. And we talked to Craig Council about the whole Orlando Arcia situation and how he was traded uh, for two pitchers and was interested on Council's take about how that whole thing came about. Real quick about Arcia. Uh, what, what what came down to moving Arcia? Well, I, th- I think it was a couple of things. I think Travis Shaw had a part of it. He was really good in spring training. He got off to a good start. It felt like this was the Travis Shaw we, we had here in 17 and 18, um, and, and that was a big part of it. And then Luis Urias was a part of it as well. We, we you know, we made an evaluation of Urias, and we're going to go with it, and we think he can be the everyday shortstop. Um, you know, we did get back two players that uh, will help us at some point during this year uh, or, or next year, you know, in the coming years, and there's still going to be a big pitching kind of issue this year with the, with going to 162 games from 60 games. We're going to need help on the pitching side, and we added two guys that'll that'll be at the back end of that um, during the season. So there's Craig Council uh, telling you why he believes they moved on from Orlando RCF. So the question here on Sparky's Midday Madness is simple: Are you okay now with that trade of Orlando Arcia that the Brewers made? Because when they did it originally. There were quite a few of you that were not so happy that the Brewers traded Orlando Arcia. Now that you've heard Council's response, now that you've seen Travis Shaw play for a little bit, now that you saw Urias get a big double in last night's game uh, for the Milwaukee Brewers, and again, he's been struggling hitting, I understand. 
But now that you've seen how this all is playing out without Orlando Arcia, are you understanding more? Maybe not as upset that the Brewers traded Orlando Arcia. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us. Uh, as well at 12:50 a.m. the fan uh, here on Sparky's Midday Madness. Now let's let's talk about Travis Shaw just uh, for a, a couple of seconds. Prior to the season starting uh, on the big show, we talked about X factors, and two of the biggest X factors going into this season was going to be Freddie Peralta and Travis Shaw. And Freddie Peralta, as we talked about earlier uh, on the big show. It's been unbelievable through two starts. Now, whether or not you buy that he's this good or not, that's up to you. But all I'm saying is he's been that good. Then you add Travis Shaw into this mix. Now, Travis Shaw, nine games in right now, is hitting 276, 344 on base, 517 slugging. That That's pretty good numbers. He's a career 244 batting average of the 326 on base. So he's playing above his career numbers. But then Council talks about in spring training, that Travis Shaw reminded Craig of Travis Shaw that was here in 2017 and 2018. That's who he reminded him of. So for those of you that have forgotten, in 2017, at age 27, now he's 31, but at age 27 in 2017, Travis Shaw hit 273, which is right where he is right now, 349 on base, pretty much where he is right now, 513 slugging, Pretty much where he is right now. So those numbers, all identical. Now, again, only nine games. He played in 144 that year. So obviously a much larger sample size than what we have here for Travis Shaw. But numbers pretty much identical to what he did in 2017. But his final numbers, 31 homers, 101 RBIs, 10 stolen bases, and 34 doubles that year for the Brewers. The next year, 2018, his numbers fell back a little bit as far as from a batting average and slugging perspective. Then he had 241, 345 on base, 480 uh, slugging. So they did fall back. He's still at 32 home runs, still at 86 RBIs, still had five stolen bases, or roughly half, and 23 doubles. He hits 25 to 30 bombs somewhere in that area uh, and hits 250 to 270 somewhere in, again, in that area. Woo-wee. Yeah. Feel okay moving Orlando Arcia. And with all due respect to Orlando Arcia, when I see Travis Shaw batting four, or if I see Travis Shaw batting five, I feel better about that than when I see Orlando Arcia batting seven, Orlando Arcia batting eight. Like The lineup is much, much different from an outsider's perspective looking at the lineup. At least from this Brewers fan's eyes. I, I don't know about yours, but from my from my side of the world, looking at that lineup, it's much, much stronger with Travis Shaw. So he laid out three reasons, and I'm just going to hammer the first reason about Travis Shaw right now. Like that right there, if he saw in spring training what we're seeing now in regular season, and that was their first and main reason of we're okay to go, we got our answer at third. Everybody is freaking out about it, but we're really not going to rotate them all that much. We got our guy. Hey man, A plus. I, I'm I'm totally down with it. I, I have absolutely no issue with moving Orlando Arcia. I have one issue, but, but I'll get to that later. It's not a huge issue. It's just a a minor issue. Uh, all right. So after hearing Craig Council on the Wendy's Big Show and hearing that cut that I just played to start Sparky's Midday Madness, 
Uh, are you feeling okay with the Orlando Arcia trade now? Because I know a number of you were not. You can also tweet us at 1250 AM The Fan. Kevin in McGuanago, you're up first at Sparky's Midday Madness. What's up, man? Hey, so I, I actually think they've been trying to trade RC, I think, for going back for the better part of a season, half a season. Couple years. Year. Couple years. Yeah, and so I think what this was, it's nice for Craig to say that right now, but he's, at this point he's got the benefit of hindsight and Shaw having a good start to say that now. I think they've been trying to move on from him since they got Urias, and they wanted to do that so they wouldn't have a controversy and put a doubt in Urias' head. Uh, again, beautiful thing that you got Shaw playing well now, so Craig can come out and stay. You saw 2017 Shaw. Kevin, um, uh, Kevin I'll tell good. you I'll tell you that I had heard uh, previous that when Mauricio Dubon was coming up, uh, that that year where he, he uh, ruined his uh, ruptured his Achilles or whatever it was, they were getting ready to call him up. Going into that season, I think, they were ready to move on from Orlando Arcia. That's how far back it goes. Completely agree. And so I think, again, now that you got a guy you want a shortstop, you can move on from Arcia, and you can get something back, safe face, and just say, hey, we, we're in this guy. We got two quality armors back. You're going to need some stuff. And, yeah, Trey Shaw playing well now helps, you know, spin that side of the story. But I think it has less to do with Shaw and more to do with they want your Lucerius, sorry, playing that position. Yeah, I mean, I, I, and other they don't like Orlando Arcia, they just want Urias. And the other part about this, Kevin, is, and I don't know if they're tied together, but because of how close the transactions happened, I think they had to have been when they worked out, or however they figured out that they were going to sign D. Strange Gordon, formerly known as D. Gordon. Once they figured out they could lock him up, get him ready at the alternate site, that then became their backup shortstop, backup second baseman, whatever they want to do there. And he gives him a speed element more so than Arcia does. And he could give him a leadoff element if he does get forced into having to play every day. I think once they knew they could lock up D. Gordon, then they weren't concerned about moving out from Orlando Arcia. And the last little part I thought is that I don't think that the Brewers want to go into the season with two guys learning new positions at the corner of the infield. Totally agree. Arcia probably has got a fine glove. It can, can probably do it. But you don't want to put your, your two corners trying to learn a new defensive position. Uh, when you have playoff aspirations. So, 100%. I'm with you. Thanks think, for the. I I, yeah, appreciate it. Kevin, thanks for the call. Listening out in McGuana, go to 1250 uh, AM. The fan, you can also tweet us at 1250 AM. The fan or at Sparky Radio uh, as well. Both of those work. And, and see, that's just it. And I even thought about literally had this played out. Like Kevin said, you would have had Kesson Hero learning how to play first and then possibly screwing around with his, his hitting on top of it from the mental side of things. And then you would have had Orlando Arcia over there at third trying to learn how to play third base and potentially screwing with him too. The other aspect of it is is how frustrated was Arcia knowing that he essentially lost his, to a, lost his job to a guy that I would think by Brewer fans' opinions and maybe by Arcia's opinion didn't beat him out. He didn't beat out Arcia. If there was a competition, he never beat him out. I think Orlando Arcia probably is more okay with, okay, he outplayed me. Fine. You know, he had 350 or 375 or whatever and was red hot in spring and I had like 200 and I was awful. Fine. He beat me. They told us it was an open competition coming into spring. Better player gets the position. If that's what it was, that would be one thing. But it seems like their mind was predetermined and made up that Urias was going to be the shortstop this year one way or the other and Arcia was going to have to move. And the Travis Shaw signing was, maybe we catch lightning in a bottle and this works. And if it does, we can move on from Arcia. 
And so far it has, and you're able to. And then again, like I said, to be able to get a veteran backup uh, that can really help you not only during the regular season, but the postseason. Have D. Gordon on your bench to be able to pinch run and steal bases and cause havoc on the base paths is a big, big deal, I would say, for the Milwaukee Brewers at this point. Let's go to Dave on the northwest side. You're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. Dave, what do you think about Orlando Arcia Trey now after you heard Craig Council on the big show? Well, you know what I think of Craig Council just once. I wish he'd tell it like it is and just say, yeah, we're ready to move on from him. Because, you know, you think about it, you tell me that you're picking up a guy off the scrap heap and he was good enough during spring training that we can keep a guy that can't even hit 100 to beat out Arcia. And, yeah, he had a big hit yesterday. But the whole point is I'm looking at this, and if we'd have had great, we won. I understand that. But how long is Colton Wong going to be out? We could have had Arias at second base and Arcia at short, and we'd have still been solid. I, I just don't like the fact that you come out and say this stuff when in reality I'm not buying it. You know, Travis Shaw had a okay spring training, but so did Keston Hira. How long is Travis Shaw going to last at this? Is he going to last? Don't know. Yeah, and that's just it. So you're 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 taking this. You got a 250 hitter that plays great shortstop, and you know, and you're you're getting rid of him because of somebody's potential. And right now, the guy hasn't lived up to his potential. And we can talk about his injuries. We can talk about his COVID. But the bottom line is, he's been with the Brewers almost two years now, and he hasn't. Now, and I'm hoping that he does. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, the, the, the bigger sample size for Urias looks like he's a 4A player, meaning, you know, he's a, he's a great minors guy. He's played well in the AAA, but he hasn't shown that he can do it when given the opportunity in the major leagues. The problem is, he hasn't really ever been given a, a true full season or two of playing every day to figure out whether or not he can do it. Thanks for the call. And that's the issue, right? And that's why when we had Mark Simon on the other day uh, from uh, Sports Info Solutions, and I asked him, how many times, you know, do you look at a player? Because these guys, all they do is study numbers. When you look at a player and his numbers are unbelievable in the minors, right? And then do you expect those numbers to transfer over into the big league level? And Mark talked about the fact that it all depends what what system they're in, what league they're in. You know, if they're playing at Colorado Springs, those numbers don't mean anything and nothing at all. So you can't make those work necessarily. So for me, it really comes back to Stearns and Matt Arnold, the GM, and Craig Council, right? You are putting all of your eggs into the basket of Luis Urias and saying, we believe he will hit because nobody, I, I will, I'll, let me emphasize again, nobody is going to sell me that this kid is better than Arcia defensively. Like, that's just not going to happen. You're not You're not going to convince me. You can talk to your blue in the face, and I'm going to tell you I'll take Orlando Arcia at short over Urias if we're talking strictly defensively, which for me means you think he can hit better. And again, based on numbers in the minors, Urias should hit better. But until he does it, at some point here at the big league level, I think fans are going to be mm, curious to see if the Brewers did the right thing. Having said that, I love me some Travis Shaw right now, so I, I, I don't mind moving on from Arcia. 
There is one little thing. I'll tell you what it is coming up on the other side. The question is simple. Are you more accepting now of moving on from Orlando Arcia after hearing Craig Council? If you haven't heard it, I'll play it again for you coming up in the next segment. You can also tweet us uh, at 12.50 a.m. The Fan. And my reason of why the Arcia trade maybe affects me more uh, has to do something with the home life. And I wonder how many of you have the same thing happen to you, and I'd love to hear your stories about that too. That's all straight ahead here on the Wend- or not the Wendy's Big Show on Sparky's Midday Menace. It is Wendy's Big Show, served up hot and fresh every weekday from 10 until 2. Tomorrow, Donald Driver joins the show. Chris Rose from Best Damn Sports Show, period, joins the show tomorrow as well don't want to miss it donald driver and chris rose both on the show tomorrow 11 45 for donald driver chris rose the best damn sports show period back in the day and of course of intentional talk for years uh he joins us at 105 tomorrow on the wendy's big show speaking of that show craig council was on earlier today with gary ellerson Leroy butler uh, and myself and gary brought up to him the whole orlando arcia trade and his thoughts on it real quick about Arcia. Uh, what, what what came down to moving Arcia? Well, I, th- I think it was a couple things. I think Travis Shaw had a part of it. He was really good in spring training. He got off to a good start. It, it felt like this was the Travis Shaw we, we had here in 17 and 18, um, and, and that was a big part of it. And then Luis Urias was a part of it as well. We, we you know, we made an evaluation of Urias and we're going to go with it, and we think he can be the everyday shortstop. Um you know, we did get back two players that uh, will help us at some point during this year uh, or, or next year, you know, in the coming years. And there's still going to be a big pitching kind of issue this year with the, with going to 162 games from 60 games. We're going to need help on the pitching side. And we added two guys that'll that'll be at the back end of that um, during the season. Yeah, and two big dudes, too. You're talking like six, 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 seven dudes they got back in that deal. Uh, from the Atlanta Braves uh, when talking about the Orlando Arcia deal. Now, I, I had mentioned uh, before the break uh, that we're going to talk a little bit more about this Craig Council deal. Now, the the whole deal with Travis Shaw, I'm sold on Travis Shaw. So for me, I was fine with it. Then you get into the Luis Urias thing. Uh, I think we all realized that that was a predetermined move. Regardless of what Arcia did, he wasn't winning that job. Uh, so we know that. As far as the two arms go that he just mentioned, we have no idea. The one uh, just had Tommy John surgery a couple of years ago. So until they get here and actually pitch, we're not going to know for certain how that's going to work out either. But I, I, I need to kind of let you behind the curtain of me personally right now. And I want to see how many of you, I'm sure there's a bunch of you that have had this happen. And I guess I'm just trying to figure out like how did you go about dealing with Uh, with what I'm dealing with currently. And I guess it's from a parenting perspective more than anything. Uh, Maybe you have a a perspective of when you were a little kid and and how you dealt with it. So as many of you know, I have a five-year-old at home. And his favorite player on the Brewers was Ryan Braun. That was his favorite player for the last couple of years. And you all know I'm not a Ryan Braun guy. But I'm not going to sit here and tell him not to root for Ryan Braun. If he wants to be a Ryan Braun guy, fine. So he's got a little Ryan Braun jersey. The whole deal was a Ryan Braun fan. Well, now Ryan Braun uh, hasn't retired, but he's not playing on the Brewers. Uh, so now he no longer has Ryan Braun to root for. Well, he also was a fan of Orlando Arcia. Why? Because Orlando Arcia would you know, do the whole dab thing that Cam Newton made famous when he would round third base after he hit a home run. That was always a big thing uh, for Arcia. 
and you have an impressionable young child at home, they want to be like the the guy they see on TV. So every time Arcia would come up, he would start to do the dab. Anytime we'd be out in the backyard playing, he'd act like he's Orlando Arcia and run around the bases and act like he would dab. So now the Brewers games come on and Arcia is no longer there. Braun's no longer there. Uh, and he's not quite understanding why there is no Orlando Arcia and why he's on another team and so forth. Uh, and then last night, because Braun is gone and Arcia is gone, he proclaimed last night that he's now a Cubs fan. Yeah, done. My my guys aren't on my te- aren't on the team anymore, so I'm just going to root for the Cubs because they were playing the Cubs, and he was mad about the fact that his guys weren't on on the baseball team anymore. So as a parent, how in the world do you handle said thing? How do you handle the situation of dealing with a young child whose favorite players are no longer there? Like, what is the angle? Because God knows I don't want him to be a Dan Cubs fan. Uh, but I'm never going to tell him he can't be. And that, that's, that's not where I'm at either. But how do you get that young kid to get back on the train after their favorite player is no longer there? And I'm sure there are a number of you that are parents that have dealt with the same thing. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. You can tweet us at 1250 AM The Fan or tweet at Sparky Radio. Also want to know from a... You know, from a kid's standpoint, I guess, to a certain degree, I'm probably has happened to many of you where your favorite player is no longer there and gone. And then it's searching for that new player. And how do you find that new player on your favorite baseball team or on your favorite football team or favorite basketball team or whatever the case is? I'll be honest there for a while uh, with the Brewers. I, I struggled to have that guy where I was like, oh, yeah. He's my favorite player. I, I'm I'm behind him. For me, he really was. I really dug Lucroy. I was into Lucroy for a while. That was kind of my guy. Uh, I'm into Keston Hira. I like Keston Hira, even though I get critical. But Keston Hira is probably my favorite brewer right now. If I were to have a favorite brewer, it'd be Keston Hira right now. Uh, when you look at the Packers, I love me some Jair Alexander uh, as a player. That that's my guy. But it's it's not always that easy to have that guy to be your favorite player. And I'm I'm 44, man. I mean, for me, it's still a struggle to find who's that guy you connect with and so forth. But when you're a young kid and you just started watching sports and you really don't understand what a trade is, you don't really understand why somebody retires or whatever the case may be. You don't know, you know, how this whole thing works. And then as a parent to hear your kid say he's a Cubs fan now. Because Arcia's gone and and Braun's no longer playing, and those were his two favorite players. Ah, it's crushed. Just absolutely crushed at that point when you hear such a thing. I need some parental advice. What do you do? Certainly, some of you had have gone through this already. 414 799 1250. 414 799 1250. I, I want to know. Now, I, Robbie Makhlouf's up next in the Robbie Show. I, I have no idea how mean he would be because I, I, I would have to imagine that if if he had a child uh, and they were a Bears fan or whatever, and then, you know, Khalil Mack uh, retires or gets traded and they go, I'm a Packer fan now. I probably may just kick him right out of the house and make him walk to grandma and grandpa's and be done with him. Like that, that might be the end of it. I'm not going to do that though. I, I, you know, I'm going to let my kids root for who they root for. I'm just, it kind of hurts as a parent knowing that your kid already fell out of favor with your favorite team because of something that was completely out of your control. Lewis, Northside, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. Help me out, Lewis. What's up, Sparky? I think what you got to do, I'm going to tell you what my dad did when 
the Brewers traded Gorman Thomas to Cleveland. Oh, there's a good one, yeah. You know what I'm saying? For Rick Manning, I believe. Yep. Um, you know, the cable was out, so, you know, we had GM, we had the Braves games, we had the Cubs games. So I said, I'm a Cubs fan. I, I like Ryan Sandberg now. There you go. He just he put his foot down and said, no, you don't. <laughs> it was that <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> We're not watching this. So then I, I scooted it over to, to, you know, to the Atlanta Braves, and I'm like, well, what about Dale Murphy? He's like, okay, I'll accept that. But, you know, he was – of course, he was kidding, but the kid's going to come back around. Once the Brewers are in him, he'll come back around. You know, don't don't give it too much thought. You know what I'm saying? See, for no me, kid. okay, so that wasn't my reaction, right? That wasn't my reaction. Yeah. My reaction was this. When the Brewers got six, every time they scored, I was yelling at them. Ah, Brewers scored another one. Your Cubs are losing. Ah, Brewers scored another one. You should root for a winner. That type of stuff. That's what I was doing. But I wasn't yeah, going to make him change as mine necessarily. No, he did, dad, my dad didn't change my mind. He just said, you're not a fan of that team. I'm not supporting it. So that meant if I was watching the Cubs game and he came in, he was going to change the channel. You know oh, no. <laughs> so you'd be in the middle of watching a Ryan Sandberg at bat or something. Your dad would just come in and flip the channel on you. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm waiting. Oh, no, Andre Dawson batting. Oh. And Sandberg's up next. Oh. Oh, there goes the remote control. No. No. And I was like nine years old. I couldn't do anything nine. about it. Oh, oh. <laughs> Uh, no, I couldn't do that, man. I don't think I could. Maybe I could. I don't think so. Well, he, like, accepted the, he accepted the Braves because he was a Braves fan when they were Then here. it was okay, right. So but if was, you would have been okay. like a Bears fan, that would have been not okay probably. Right. It would not. We couldn't do that. Nope. Not, not in our household. It wasn't allowed. <laughs> Lewis, <laughs> thanks for the call. I appreciate it. See, I, I don't think I can do that. I mean, I've got a, I got a, a 14-year-old that's an Atlanta Falcons fan. Has been an Atlanta Falcons fan for a long time. Why? Because he dug Harry Douglas, of all people, on a Madden game years ago and just decided he was going to root for the Falcons because he liked the name Harry Douglas. And coincidentally enough, that dude now does post-game shows for the Falcons in Atlanta. But that that is how he became a Falcons fan. And not a Packer fan. He's a Falcons fan. Now, he'll watch Packer games and so forth and all of that, but the Falcons are his team. And now that child has influenced the younger child, the five-year-old, who we thought we had as a Packers fan, and now he's gone over to the Falcons' way of life as well. So now he says he's a Falcons fan and a Packers fan. He's he's a fan of both teams. That, that That's where he's at now. And now he just started flag football, so he's on the Packers on flag football. So so now, now the Packers are more accepting because he's playing flag football at them, but that, that's my house. And I swore up and down I would never try to influence a child on who they wanted to root for. Rob, uh, on the road, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness here on 1250 AM The Fan. What's up, Rob? Hey, this is how my folks dealt with it back in the 1970s. My younger brother was a huge New York Mets fan. We lived on the East Coast. He liked a player named Tim Foley. Tim Foley he became a – he was a Brewer coach eventually. I think he was, yeah. Yeah, he was, yeah. yep. Well, he got traded to the Montreal Expos because obviously the Mets had Bud Harrelson playing shortstop. I had a Tim Foley Montreal Expos baseball card. Yeah, wow. Well, what my folks did was they bought my, my brother decided he was going to be an Expos fan, so they bought my brother an Expos shirt, they bought him an Expos hat, then they loaded the whole family in the family truckster and took us up to Jerry Park to watch Tim Foley play. Oh, my God. So they allowed it to occur. Yes, they did. Yep. And now I don't know what, what what team I think my brother roots for the for the Brewers now, but he's he's a bigger fan.
fan of his ranch down in Texas. <laughs> I bet you he is. That that's crazy. So who are you the fan? Who are you fans of then when you were growing up? Obviously not the Expos. No, I actually followed my dad. I was a I was a Yankees fan, but then I I've been out here in the Midwest for so many years. I'm a Brewers fan. Now you're and you could be both because the Yankees are in the yeah. L if need be. I see. And that's another yeah. thing. People get all bent out of shape about that too. Thanks for the call, Rob. Appreciate the story. I, that, that's the one. The other thing, I I really maybe because I like two teams. I I'm a Colts fan and I'm a Packers fan, one in each conference, right? But I I don't have a problem with that. Now some people think you can only be a fan of one team, and I don't, I don't think necessarily think that's true. Now obviously they play each other in a Super Bowl or in an NBA championship series or a World Series or something like that. Then obviously yeah, you may have to pick, and really you don't lose because whoever wins you're going to be happy about because that's your other team. So I guess you have a one A or a one B team. That that probably makes sense, but I don't have a problem with that. N- n- none whatsoever. Now, the whole go out buy the kid's stuff if he's a fan of that team. Yeah, I, I buy the I buy the fourteen year old Falcon stuff all the time, all the time. Even though he's not a Packers fan, I'm I'm totally fine with it. In fact, we were gonna go see a Falcons game. Uh, when was it? It was a couple years ago. It was the the last year that they were in the Georgia Dome or whatever before they moved to the Mercedes-Benz field uh, there. And the flights that were supposed to be going from Milwaukee to Atlanta that they had running essentially all got canceled. Uh, and that 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 whole thing was over. Uh, and then we were pretty much screwed on airfare or whatever else. We never ended up uh, going. But eventually, I'll probably end up getting to a Falcons game at some point. But the five-year-old is the biggest concern. After the Arcea trade, Braun's not playing. Now he's claiming he's a Cubs fan because his favorite players aren't there anymore. And I want some parental advice. Darn it, that's what this is for. I want somebody to help me. What do you do here? How do you handle this as as a parent? 414-799-1250. Mitch in Cedarburg, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. Okay, Dad, here's my thought. Thanks. Kids love stories. Yeah, they do. So what I think you need to do is you need to get some uh, maybe non-baseball personal stories uh, on some of the players and share those with your five-year-old. Now, for example, uh, does he know that Travis Shaw's uh, kid, who's about your son's age, came to Milwaukee and was very sick? Children's. Yep, and Children's Wisconsin was a huge for them. Absolutely. And so you help him understand, hey, there's a kid my age, and he, his dad plays baseball. And I think if you can can create those kind of rela- of of stories and relate them to him all of a sudden you got a connection dad and you're a hero parent i like that angle and i'd be totally fine if he wanted to be travis shaw for him to be his favorite baseball player or whatever right i got no problem with that whatsoever i just the cubs thing that 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 to, that to me I, that was a little hard to accept you know and i got romney who you know my five-year-old loves or whatever, and Rami is a Cubs fan and Bears fan, so all that. So Rami's just elated that you know he would even consider being a Cubs fan. So that's not going to help the situation either at this point. But I like the finding the personal story of the players and then trying to connect that to the five-year-old of why the five-year-old would like said player. Yeah, I like it. That's a good idea. I appreciate sounds it. Like, sounds like you're going to be a hero parent to me. I'm, I'm going to try my best, Mitch. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for the call, and I'll let you know if it works out on a – Another edition of a Sparky's Midday Madness here uh, at some point. I promise you, I will I will let you know. I knew 
you know, I could I've done this on on the big show. I probably could have done something like this on the Wendy's Big Show. But I, I just I like getting sometimes using this platform, the radio, uh, with a microphone and talking to a bunch of different people who have had a bunch of different life experiences and get their feedback. You know, not everybody is as uh you know, has had this when I was single, cold and lonely, as Leroy would say, I would have no idea how to answer this question. None, not a clue in the world, no chance. So for me, now that I'm a parent and, and going through all of this, I'm trying to to figure out what the, the best way is to kind of go over this whole deal. Uh, let's go to Dustin in Maryland. You're next here on Sparky's midday madness. What's up, Dustin? Hey, uh, good afternoon. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Uh, long-time uh, Brewers fan, uh, but uh, due to the military, I, I found my way out here in Maryland. So are you listening on the uh, Odyssey app, then, on the app? Y- yes, sir. Nice. Thanks for listening. Oh, absolutely. Um, I, you know, I, try, I try to be able to you know, keep up with my Wisconsin sports as much as I can, and you know, this is a great you know, uh, avenue to do so. Uh, but, yeah, I just wanted to comment because, uh, you know, yeah, I grew up a long-time Brewers fan, you know, and I got, you know, my son's six, you know, he's just learning baseball, you know. Yep. He, he, he loves to watch the game with me. Um, but, you know, he's, a, he's an Orioles fan. Uh, you know, we got him one of those, you know, Trey Mancini, you know, T-shirt jerseys years ago. And, uh, you know, while we were out one day, you know, sure enough, he was standing behind us and he said, hey, you mind if I sign that for him? And, you know. Oh, man. You know, my, my son went through the roof, you know. So I think he'd be de- devastated if he ever left the team, but, you know, he, he loves to be able to watch the game with me, you know, and whether it's the, the you know, the Brewers, the Orioles, or, you know, the Reds or Royals, you know, he, he loves to learn and understand the game. And I, I think, you know, just being able to be, be a kid and, and enjoy, you know, sports is, is, is a great, you know, thing. And, uh, you know, I, I think, you know, as long as, you know, kids are happy with, with a team or a player, you know, I mean, I, I, think, I think you win either way. That's awesome. And Trey Mancini, I got him on my fancy team this year. So I'm all about Trey Mancini. I'm with you on that one. Dustin, thanks so much, man. I appreciate it. Hey, thanks for taking me. You bet you take care. There he is. Dustin, listening on the Odyssey app uh, out in Maryland. And again, you can listen on the Odyssey app no matter where you are. If you're going on vacation, maybe you're moving. Maybe you got a new job. You're moving out of state and you don't want to miss you know, the Bart Winkler show or the Wendy's Big Show or the Rami show that's on from three to six weekdays now and coming up next. You don't want to miss any of those shows. Or maybe Sparky's Midday Madness. This is only day two of it. Maybe you don't know if you like it yet or not. But either way, the Odyssey app uh, is real simple. It was radio.com. Now it's Odyssey. We rebranded. Uh, not only does it have all the shows on it with 12.50 a.m. Uh, WSSP, it's got the Big Show Network on there as well. And it's got podcasts from all different kinds of walks of life. Everything. So, you know, even if it's, man, yeah, I, I, it's a Saturday, right? I listen to all my podcasts during the week of the guys uh, on SSP. What am I going to listen to now? Right, let me go look around. Oh, that's a pretty funny it looks like a pretty funny podcast. I'm going to check this one out. And you get all these different things. It's it's just a great, great app. Just check it out. It's free. It doesn't cost you anything. Odyssey, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Also a great deal, the guys over at Young Express. Have you ever thought about becoming your own boss? Now is the time. Maybe it's time to join the Young Express team. Live a stress-free lifestyle. Put the windows down. Turn up the radio to the fan. And drive, baby, drive. And get paid for it, too. Now. Why Young Express? Well, let me tell you what they do. They're successful transporters of expedited freight. So all that you would essentially be doing, for instance, let's say you're the guy out in Maryland. You're just now that just called in. Dustin, I think it was his name. Let's say you're you're him. He could work for Young Express in Maryland. Don't have to be here in Milwaukee or even in the state of Wisconsin to work for Young Express. He could be an independent contractor out there in Maryland uh, and drive his vehicle from point A to point B. 
And they tell them where to go, where to pick stuff up, and where to take it, and where to drop stuff off. And that's the cool thing. You can be local, regional, over the road, whatever the case is, you are your own boss. You're an independent contractor. So really, I always say, it's kind of like being a partner with Young Express. Now, having said that, you do rely uh, on their dispatch department a lot because, and thankfully they have a 24-7 dispatch department, because if you're not moving, then you're not making money. You're making money when you're hauling freight. So the key is to kind of always have freight in your vehicle, hauling it to the next place. As soon as you drop it off, you want to know where you're driving next to get more freight. And then, you know, you, you've got to get the freight to the next point within so many hours, or whatever the case may be. But this is the way to go. 99% no-touch freight. So if you're a small dude like me, you don't got to worry about lifting anything. The freight is loaded and offloaded for you. So all you have to do is drive. Looking for full-time independent contractors? Join the Young Express team today. You can find them at youngexpress.com. That's J-U-N-G express.com. Young Express. Success drives them. Welcome back. Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The Fan and Odyssey Station. Coming up, the Rami Show, straight ahead from 3 until 6, and making his triumphant return as executive producer of a Rami Show after a couple-week vacation. He is Evan Heffelfinger, and Evan uh, wanted to join us now because he's been on the other side of the glass hanging out with Dan Plucker, who's still producing my show until 3 o'clock every day. Uh, and was listening to the topic, and you said you had something similar happen with you as far as my five-year-old, uh, you know, wanting to be a Cubs fan now because Orlando Arcia got traded, Ryan Braun's no longer there. So what happened with you, Evan? So my sister, now she's a little bit older than five. She turns 18 next month. A little bit older? Yeah, just a little bit. Come on, um, man. She's a grown girl. Yeah. So she, she's gone to Brewer Games with us because my family's had season tickets for, you know, 30 years or okay. something ridiculous. She went to a lot of games during the era of like Ryan Braun, J.J. Hardy, Corey Hart, those guys. The team that hated me. Yes. And she she loved those guys. Like Corey Hart was her favorite player ever. So was J.J. Hardy. And once they left, she didn't really like doing that. Now, my dad's a Cubs fan. So uh, yeah. he kind of talked her into being a Cubs fan uh, for a while. And no! So last night she wore a Cubs shirt to the game. My dad and I and my sister went to the game. And she also is wearing my Brewers sweatshirt, so I I got her to at least wear some Brewers. But the entire night, my grandpa and I went down the entire roster and broke down why she should be a Brewers fan. We talked baseball, so like how the off the outfield all has gold gloves, which means that you know they're good defensively, and they have Colton Wong now. My grandpa did the X's and O's. I did the people. So I did uh, how Lorenzo Cain, his nickname is has three kids because he has three kids right. and. Josh Hader has a really cute dog, and Travis Shaw's nickname is the mayor of Ding Dong City, and just all these weird things, and at the end of the night, she told my dad, like, yeah, I've decided I'm going to love the Brewers this year. We'll see about the Cubs next year. They, so, well, you all worked on her the whole game. The entire game. That was, she, she paid attention to the entire game, which might be the first time she's ever done that before. And she, Damn. yeah, she le- she came into the game a Cubs fan, left the game a Brewers fan, tentatively for this season, at least. I, I think most of the listening audience right now is cheering on Evan Heffelfinger. Yeah. You know, that's that's the one thing, too. I think if I told the five-year-old at home that 
Travis Shaw is the mayor of Ding Dong City. Yeah. Like the whole Ding Dong City thing, he might get kind of cool, excited about that. Like, oh, absolutely. He's he's a mayor of Ding Dong City, Pluckers. That's a dangerous game, Sparky. Why? It's a dangerous game because Travis Shaw has already been in and out of Milwaukee. You need to you need to get well, him on the Christian yeah. Yelich so long term answer. You need to get him on the Christian Yelich train. Hates him. Why does really? he hate Yelich? Hates him. What root for? Okay, him? then Woodruff or Burns or maybe, Freddie Peralta, maybe. one of those guys. Yelich against. Doesn't like him and refuses to root for Keston Hira because I root for Keston Hira. So he's out on Hira. Yelich, from the word go, he is not like Yelich. Like from the first game he saw him, I don't like him. Wow. And I never said anything about him. Like he came up and we we're watching. I don't know. How old was he? Three? Whatever. It's funny. My, si- my sister doesn't like Christian Yelich too because all the women like swoon over him and she doesn't think he's attractive. Did she like J.J. Hardy? Yes. Then that's that. She that's, you can't. That's a hypocrite. She loved Daniel Vogelbach. Out now of the nowhere. kid, the, the kid kind of likes Daniel Vogelbach, mm-hmm. but his reason for liking Daniel Vogelbach is because he's got he's the big tummy guy. Well, that, that, yeah, that's what he calls him. The big tummy guy is up. I like him, right? And then we have to tell him it's Vogelbach, and then, yeah, 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 Vogelbach, right? But for, but. You can't say that you don't like Yelich as a girl because all the women swoon after him, but then you're one of Hardy's hotties back in the day. Like, that that doesn't make any sense to me. Well, they wore she also, t-shirts, she, Hardy's hotties. She liked Freddie Peralta. Now, she was much younger, so she obviously didn't, but either right. way. She thought Freddie Peralta was attractive, too. I, can't, I have no idea. Yeah, I don't, I don't think your five-year-old is going to be saying which Brewers player he thinks is attractive anytime soon. No, but like I said, Vogelbach, he's the big tummy guy. I like him. So he kind of gets down with Vogelbach. Okay. Now, now, to a degree, the Cubs thing is, is kind of my fault. A little bit. Well, yeah, because... sons always like to counter their, their dads. No, more than that. So let me explain something here that y'all didn't know. I didn't tell you, let you in on here until just before the end of the show. So, Kay, my girl. Yeah. And Rami, the dude that does the show after, yeah, they took a trip together without me, uh, and went on a party bus. I guess it would be party bus. I'll say it's a party bus. Party bus full of a bunch of people from a bar out at Kelly's Bleachers. Okay, uh, the Kelly's Bleachers in Wind Lake was it? Oh, Rami's here now. And so Rami and her got on a party bus together and went down to Wrigley. To go see a Cubs game or whatever, right? Okay. And Rizzo, he had a home run that game or whatever. whatever. He had a home run. And so I was like, oh, that's, eh, your, your boyfriend, Anthony Rizzo. Great. That's wonderful. I swear to you, have a finger. Nine out of ten times when we watch a game, and she doesn't watch a lot of games necessarily, but when she sits down and that dude is up, he does something. Every time, double, big base hit. Never strikes out, hardly ever gets out whenever she's watching him while he's playing, right? Completely coincidental. So I've always teased her. Hey, your boyfriend's up. Hey, your boyfriend's up. Well, Jackson picked up on that, right? Oh, no. Oh, mommy likes the Cubs, right? I like Rizzo too, mommy. And she hates the Cubs, and she doesn't like Anthony Rizzo. But because I've been teasing her about this since they went, and this has been years now, uh, he now picked up on it. So, like last year, he wanted a Rizzo jersey shirt that he got. Oh, no. Cubs Rizzo jersey shirt. And we sent a picture of it to Rami of him wearing it. And so, from that point forward, it's kind of been like Brewers Cubs. Well, that's the problem. So, now Braun, his favorite player, no longer plays. Before, it was all Brewers. And then, once in a while, he'd say, eh, Cubs, whatever. But mm. always Brewers first. So, now that Arcia is gone 
and Braun is gone. Last night he declares, I'm just a Cubs fan now. I'm I, I'm I'm done. See now Rami's off to the side, my boy. This is the this is the garbage I've got to deal with now. I mean, no, we've done the last half hour talking about how we're not going to allow this to happen, and we're going to figure out how to convert him back. And people have been calling into the show, giving me suggestions. And Evan just talked about how he converted his 18-year-old sister from being a Cubs fan last night to being a Brewers fan while at a Brewers-Cubs game last night. Yes, Plucker. Yeah, it works. Get him on the Craig Council train. Craig Council train. Oh, Get yeah. him on the Craig Council See, train. No, I under- say, say, literally go home and say, I talked to the Brewers manager, Craig Council, today. You know how cool he's going to think that is? That is actually kind of cool. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, what, what do you want, Ronnie? I mean, just let the boy be himself. Take your man. mask off, man. You're talking into a microphone. Let Thank the you. boy be himself. That's what. No, no. I said that earlier in the show. I said, and I'd be I saying said, that even if I'm this not, weren't, if even if this weren't a Cubs thing. Yeah, especially if your kid was a Packers fan, you'd totally be fine. Well, with it. no, lying. that would be unacceptable. Thank you. Thank you. Don't <laughs> lie to me. I know. I said this and ask Evan and Plucker. I've said I'm not going to force him not to be a Cubs fan. But to yep. me, it was just kind of discouraging. Because how do you explain to a five-year-old why his favorite players aren't on the team anymore? So to me, that's what I've been kind of talking about. We led with counsel what he said about the RCA trade. Did that for the first segment. It did baseball. Then I went. You don't to want to tell him like we all get the old, second we part retire, and then we die. You don't want to have that talk. That's not you? what happened oh. to Arcia. Oh. I explained Braun. Yeah, but he's not retired. So if right. he shows up on another team, how am I going to? But Arcia gets traded. He doesn't understand that at all. Not in the least bit. I mean, don't I'm, like it. I'm 24 and I don't understand the Arcia <laughs> trade either. Counsel explained it. Did you not hear him explain it on the big no, show? No, I heard it. I just think <laughs> I that it's. Again. I think it's baloney hogwash. Baloney hogwash. I don't know. I just I hate the trade so much. By the way, if you didn't hear that Craig Why? Council interview, five thirty today on the Rami show. Yeah. Oh, good. You can hear Craig Council with Thanks, the Wendy's Rob. big show. No problem. But this is what, what, what's wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. I, I think it hurts not only the play on the field uh, but also the, the locker room. Ah, uh, yeah, chemistry. Let me explain something to you about chemistry. Okay. <laughs> when you win. Chemistry is normally pretty good. Everybody now, happy. There, there are exceptions yeah. to that rule. Like any team Reggie Jackson was on, especially or, those <laughs> athletics that fought every day after they would win games. And the, That's, the 80s although, Mets. Right. So it's there are some exceptions. But for the most part, if you're winning, guys are going to get along. Everybody's going to be happy. Council today on the big show talking about, hey, so far the four outfielders are all pretty good. We're not getting a ton of playing time, but they're all happy right now. Yeah. Well, they're all happy because... Things are going good. Got good starting pitching. We got a chance to win every night. We got a chance for a ring. It's fine. Go on a six, seven game losing streak in which one of these guys don't play in that losing streak and see what happens. It's going to be like, dude, why aren't you playing me? I could have helped. I could have won a couple of games here and you got me sitting on the bench. So as long as you win, I think it's okay. I get that he was kind of maybe a glue guy and all of that. Um, I don't know. I think Craig Council is the glue guy, to know, be honest with you. I know you didn't invite me on the show, and I just turned on a mic. I did invite talking. Evan, though, yeah. um, but that's fine. I'm just going to say this, and then I'll go get a cup of we coffee. We don't get to do this on the big show, I've, really. al- I've always thought the same thing that you just said about chemistry, Sparky. Like, win games, and everybody's going to be happy, and then, For the most and then part, we'll call it chemistry. But I'm reading uh, Phil Jackson's book right now. That's which right. One? I read books from time to time. Which one? The first one? Eleven Rings? I've got it. Oh, Signed by Phil oh, Jackson. Oh, yeah, we both got it at the same time, yeah. I think. Signed by Phil. Um, and we had the author on the big show a yep. while back, and they sent us copies. I that's when I how got we it. both ended up with it. You just now are getting and, uh, to it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Not like a reader. A decade ago. <laughs> Not a reader. It's a great um, book. It makes Ed, Kobe and Shaq both look bad, Ed, but he, it's a great book. He, uh, I mean, he uses some, like, mystical Zen mumbo-jumbo to describe it. But Read he, this book. But, yeah. he, but he does He does basically talk about chemistry and how that aids in winning. Basically, But I, I mention this all the time. Like, 
Every year, Forbes or some some magazine like it puts out an article talking about how happier employees are more productive employees. For sure. I, I think that's what chemistry generally boils down to. And if you hate the guy you're playing next to or sitting next to in the locker room, it's hard to be but, happy at work. And if you're not as happy as you could be, you're not going to be as productive as you could be. But there's a couple of ways of looking at this, right? So it doesn't it, – it, I don't think you have to be happy. You just have to be pulling in the same way. If pulling in the same way means we hate our coach and we're going to prove him wrong and it's us against him, that's okay. Remember in Major if League when they had the owner and they were taking right. the pieces mm-hmm. of, of, her, right. uh, of the clothing off? But to, my point in right, all this— Every time they won? What I'm saying is, thank God they didn't do it for George Carl. But that—I mean, that <laughs> is—that—that's—but oh, that's the guy that—I I mean, that's one of the coaches you're talking about, right? George Carl. George Carl went at everybody in the media. George Carl loves the, loves the circus. He doesn't like home. He doesn't like that. He likes being on the edge and keeping these guys on edge. So Carl's calling out Ray. Carl's calling out Glenn. He's calling out. It's calling out whoever, mm. right? So now it becomes them trying to all prove George wrong and shut George up about everything that he's saying in the media. So it can work to a certain degree, even if you all don't get along, because that Bucks team all didn't get along. They all weren't on the same page. They had two factions in that locker room. And then when your glue guy, Scott Williams, was gone, Irvin Johnson, God bless him, tried his darndest to try and keep it all together. Right. But Anthony Mason comes in, and then it was it was all done. It was curtains. So from a chemistry standpoint, that does matter. I don't think this clubhouse is anything close to what that Bucks locker room was. No. These guys all seem to get along and like playing with each other. I don't think chemistry uh, will necessarily be an issue on this team. All right, coming up next, we'll preview what's ahead on the Rami Show uh, on Sparky's Midday Madness. It is the Sparky's Midday Madness Show, day two. Rami Show coming up next. He'll be on from three to six weekdays. Tim Allen is no longer on that show, in case you missed it. Uh, he is hosting the Pellet Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. Go see uh, our guy Roy Henning down there, affordable family fun. At Great Lakes Dragway, uh, they do such a great job down there. Uh, at Great Lakes Dragway, as you just heard in the promo, uh, Rami has his guy Lawrence Holmes coming on from six seventy to score uh, in Chicago. Not as fun as if they beat the White Sox. I'm just saying, it's just not as fun. I mean, if they would have Lawrence on, you mean? Yeah, if they yeah, beat he's... the White Sox, then you might get a little crying or whining out of Lawrence. But the Cubs, he's not really a Cubs. No, guy. he doesn't really care about he the Cubs. Really he knows the Cubs. Cubs. They are the flagship yeah, of Cubs uh, baseball uh, yeah, down whatever. there. Whatever, six seventy does, the score. Whatever, but we know his true colors. I just hey, want his analysis. Sox. I don't. I don't want his yeah. emotion. In, in well, his yes, emo- you do. I guess his emotion's pretty good too. That's what makes that dude. This is emotion. Stop. What do you mean you don't want his emotion? Of course you do. Another guy that's been very emotional for the first two weeks of the season the franchise tim allen was yeah, all buddy. concerned about everything uh he's coming up mock draft mockery uh coming up at 445 and did then you hear the draft mockery yesterday did you hear what tim made uh, us draft yesterday no i was running around my head chopped off i did cities not. in wisconsin that are not milwaukee oh that's tough and i i i felt like i did all right and people were just what killing me how easy is that how could that possibly have been hard because I don't know all these towns and cities in Milwaukee. I'm not, I'm not. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.